Hello, this is Chris. And this is Andrew, and welcome to part five of our continuing coverage of The Witcher 3 here at Video Games Cover to Cover. So we are back in our normal recording configuration, so hopefully the issues of past week are behind us for the moment. If not, it is probably 100% my fault somehow. Well, this one I've done literally all of the setup, but I'm using your... I am using one of your tools because I want to test it out. I was about to say, you specifically requested it, so... that Again, that would be my fault. The only thing is, I think the reason why we were getting those weird audio artifacts at some points was because of my tool, but we don't need to get into that. I don't want to bore everybody with all of my sweet, sweet audio talk. I know a lot of you out there are real audiophiles and get real into that, but... So this week, I mostly did story content. Uh, I did a few non-story related things here and there when I kind of came across them. But honestly, I've been focusing on the story relatively recently just because with everything really going on with my personal life and everything, it's like I needed to talk about something and hey, story. (laughs) That does make things, I suppose, slightly easier than just being like, yeah, I ran around to hit question marks for the entire week. Because <laughs> that's the thing, like question marks and stuff. It's like with with story, I guarantee that there's going to be something we can have discourse about. But with Ooh, discourse, fancy words, doing a bunch of random story quests in the short amount of time that I actually had, I really had no idea if I was going to get any good things out of that regardless. Now, that being said, I did play a ton of Gwent because I'm like obsessed with it at this point. And it's all stemmed around the Yennefer card. When I can bust out the Yennefer card at every turn, I love Gwent. I will say the picture on the Yennefer card is fantastic. She looks so awesome. Oh, yeah. Jennifer is just awesome in general. If you've just noticed her and seen her in the game honestly i'm pretty upset that i haven't really i'm trying to get to level 16 specifically so i can go say hi to yennefer again because i'm in withdrawal i can't bust out that yennefer card whenever i need and i'm like oh man i'm you know really feeling some yennefer like all of this tris stuff that i've been doing but the first thing Uh, we did have somebody in our discord try to start some stuff by dropping in and saying that tris was better than yennefer though what? Yeah. I miss this. Yeah, there's some discussion. Well, there, there really wasn't. He really just said that, and that was kind of the extent of it. But yes, he swooped in to say, Tris is better than Yennefer. <sighs> okay, well, there's going to be a discussion, because as soon as I find this individual, I don't know what specific slate it was in, but I'm going to find this, and I'm going to put an angry emoji under it, <laughs> and then flood our Discord with Yennefer picks. So, if you'd like to uh, be part of this uh, experience, this is a good time to plug our Discord and say <laughs> you should come join it. <laughs> <laughs> Only if you like Yennefer. I, everyone else will be denied. If I notice a Yennefer, I'll do everything in my power to shut you down. Or wait. I was about to say, know- you literally just told them. <laughs> if you hate Yennefer, join our Discord. <laughs> Uh, but yes, yeah, so um, the one thing I did do, track down that hog hunt you were talking about. Yeah, that was a thing, wasn't it? Honestly, it was more interesting than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't bad by any stretch. I wouldn't have kept bringing it up if I thought it was terrible. 
apparently it was a free DLC quest. I went and I had to go look it up. It was not part of the original release. It was a free download they added, which is interesting because they it's- spent time and energy coming up with free L- DLC and they thought, hey, hog hunt, let's do it. Hey, we need the hog hut. The hog hut was important. It wasn't a hut. It was called the hog hut. Yeah, it might have been called the Hog Hut, but there was like 16 huts, and then you went into like a weird temple building thing underground. So essentially, you show up to this town, and there's a whole bunch of bandits around a pig that they're currently roasting. Roasting. Talking about how wonderful the pig is, how great it is. They're like, hey, Geralt, do you want some of this pig? I'm like, no, because I've heard a lot about this Hog Hut, and I already know that I don't want any of that pig. Then you get there and you kill the bandits. At least I did. <laughs> well, yeah, because if you uh, if you disagree with them about the hog, then they fight you. Yeah, I don't know about I. I killed I killed the bandits, so bandits are now dead. There's basically no scenario where I run into bandits where they do not end up dead. There, like uh, there just isn't. There's been so many instances where I've run into somebody and they've just died that like I really can't explain it. Yeah, like I mean, I don't know how his body got cleaved in half. That's real mysterious. So, you then talk to one of the only villagers in this town. I think the only one, actually. No, he, Yeah, he is the only one, because in every single house that you come up on, there's nothing but pigs inside. That's it. I'm thinking, that's weird. After a brief conversation with the, the, guy, the only guy left, he essentially tells you, the pigs are magical, the pigs are magic, they're magic, they're magic pigs. I'm like, okay, crazy guy, um, got it. So then you walk into any one of these pigs, and Geralt immediately goes, my medallion is flipping out. The pigs are definitely magical. Turns out crazy guy wasn't crazy. They are magical. So I can't remember how he tells you about, you just kind of, I think after that, you go back to him and he kind of tells you, hey, I found this key to this portal thing and it's over this way. No, the key was to the hog hut. That's what he calls it. Yes, the key was to the hog hut, but it wasn't a hut. It was underground in this weird temple thing. Oh, yeah, it was in no way even remotely a hut, and the fact that he kept insisting it was the hog hut was very strange. That guy was very strange in general, and I'm not... I still can't discern if he actually had a part in this or not. Yeah, I was going to ask your thoughts on that when we got to the end of this discussion, because, yeah, it's very nebulous. So you get there, and... You're talking to a pig because that's just what my Geralt is doing now. You get up there and you speak to a pig and then it goes. You're like, okay, well, yes or no questions. Yes is a no is a. And then you go through and you ask it all these questions. You eventually figure out who the pig is. One of the two missing pigs because there are two missing pigs. Then you find out that gold was taken from this giant pig statue thing. And you're like, well, the gold was cursed. And that's why all of the people are pigs. Which I really just want to back up and just imagine how this got this way. So somebody at some point built this temple to hogs. who was apparently very magical because he makes a portal that like you stick this thing in a wall and it creates this interdimensional portal thing. Yeah, but Yennefer's going around creating interdimensional portals all the time. So, like, this is easy stuff. This is like, you know, you know, you know what? You're right. This is very difficult stuff. I was about to say. Only the most powerful of mages could have possibly pulled this off. Yeah, I was, I was about to say, are you really sure you want to sell Yennefer short? 
I don't know what I'm doing. I'm in a weird space right now where I love Yennefer, but I have to dog her. It's kind of like Yennefer's treatment of Geralt right now. You're just flipping the script on She it. very clearly loves Geralt, but at the same time, she's like, yo, you suck, bro. She's a Sundere. And I'm sorry, but Sundere is always best girl. Fight me. <laughs> so anyway, you, you, you eventually figure out, okay, well, the gold's cursed. So then you go back to that dude. And you're like, yo, where's the gold? He goes, oh, I know where it's at. Nothing. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Geralt's like, okay, so can you get it? Because we need to round up all these pigs and get them there. Oh, yeah. If you go round up the pigs and bring them down here, I can go get the gold. Sweet. Plan activate. Go. Go team venture. <laughs> and so he just is very, the guy just, he seems aloof in a way that. He feels really inconsistently characterized. Because there are times where it, he comes off like definitely he did something. And there's times where he just comes off like an idiot. Almost as if he was written by multiple different groups or something. I don't know. This goes back to what we were talking about, like with the Final Fantasy X-2 stuff, how Yuna seemed different every chapter, except with this guy, it's like every two minutes he's different. Yeah, he's like, um, it's, it's, there was one guy on the team who was like, he did it. It was, it, that was the original, some guy had an idea and it was all, that dude is the one that, that did this to the people and they were like, felt no, really bad. he just needs to be dumb. Like, that's, he's just a dumb guy, and he's just the only one left. And he's like, no, no, it was definitely him. He had to have done it. It's totally him. And everyone else on the team is like, no. So whenever he writes his lines, it's very like, oh, yeah. No, uh, yeah, I totally know where the gold's at. Yeah, because I was fully expecting the entire time that it was going to end with him being the person who, who actually cursed everybody and stuff in the hog hut. Like, he's the one who made the key and all these things. That's how like, I expected it to go. I don't think he was... I don't. I didn't think, especially considering his... The way they portrayed him, like, the, his... His... I mean, it's not a sprite, but his ness, him, was, like, very dirty and everything. And even if he was a powerful mage, like, even Kara was complaining about bedbugs. Like, it was the worst thing that had ever happened to her. And I really don't think that somebody would have just walled around in dirt just to kind of try to fool Geralt. So I thought that he knew that there was something up and that something would have happened. And that if he got them to steal the gold, then he could just spend all the gold and never take the hit of the actual... Of the curse. Of the curse. Because just like with... Um, I didn't, can't believe I'm going to reference this, but just like Pirates of the Caribbean... Only the people who stole the gold and then sold it were the ones that were affected by the curse. Nobody else was affected because there no one else had any clue what it is. Like, why would the curse affect them? That would be like the ultimate jerk curse of literally anyone who touches this gold and gives it away to somebody else turns into a pig because then there'd just be tons of pig people all over the place and no one would have been like, why is this happening? This doesn't make any sense at all. Because it's not like gold isn't constantly changing hands. So anyway, you get back and you you, you march all the pigs to to the hut, which was went on way too long. Oh, <laughs> if I'm going to be honest, I'm happy it didn't go on as long as it could have. Because once you got to the first, once you fought something to keep them away from the pigs, and you get to the first crossroads, it immediately just teleports you there. But even just getting to that one crossroads took a lot longer than it should have. Well, did you axney all the pigs? Did I what? Did you axney all yeah, yeah. the pigs? Yeah, they, like, they all made it. What? No, no, no. I mean all of them. Mm -hmm. Because they went super quick when I axneyed all of them. Because I wasn't in a battle, I could just do it 
Yeah, because you're actually actually act. Your stamina comes back like right away when you're not in a fight. I feel like that actually made them go a little quicker because when I wasn't doing that, I noticed that some pigs were trying to like get away. Which is really funny when you think about the fact that they're people. So like they had to have had some level of human intelligence because the one was able to talk to Geralt, which means these are just people who are apparently like, man, no, I don't know about this plan. Yeah, this is a weird plan. I don't. It's not like Geralt even told them the plan. He was just like, yo, pigs, come with me. I mean, I guess that's true. They could have been worried that he was going to be like the bandits and just eat them or something. Especially with the town fool with them, who everyone thinks is definitely done something. Yeah. Because once you get there and you put the gold back, everyone turns back to normal and they immediately start accusing him of doing this on purpose. I told him to just leave. I'm like, dude, do not go back to that town because they are going to attack you. Yeah. Did you go back to town? Afterwards? Yes. I did, because I specifically wanted to see if that pig was still roasting on the fire, and it wasn't. So, when they got back into town, did they just notice the charred corpse of one of their presumed friends over a fire? Probably. What the heck? Yeah. (laughs) Yikes. Because Geralt mentioned that all the pigs needed to be there, but then when I got back... Either that or they got back, it was still a pig, everyone knew what happened, and then they just buried the pig, or worse, did they then eat the pig? Because they're like, we're a poor town, we gotta eat. No, there's no help in this one now. Rallies. (laughs) (laughs) We gotta eat. So, it was a very interesting quest, and I see why you wanted me to to hit it so bad, because, wow. Right, and and yeah, like we were saying, you really have no idea what actually happened here it really doesn't go into any detail and considering how very rarely i feel like that coming out of a quest that part was actually a little disappointing because how did this happen we have no idea it would have been nice to have any clue like any written down a paper or something maybe there's something we can come across later that's like (laughs) i am the pig guy I am the god of pigs. I am the pig. Ooh, that reminded... Did I ever talk to you about uh, the All-God? Did we ever mention that? No, but I know which one you're talking about. The the, the quest where they worship the All-God? Yeah. Yes, I cannot remember. No, I don't, we didn't. Wait, we never brought it up. I can't... Are you sure? Because I thought I made a note to bring it up. I don't think we did. I feel pretty confident we have it. Well, let's do it now because... If we've done it, then I'm sorry. So if we have done it, I'll try to kind of quickly breeze through it, but... Essentially, you come across these dudes who are praying and they're like, hey, we're not getting any of the benefits of our prayers. What the heck's going on? And Geralt being Geralt is like, I've never heard of the All God. What are you talking about? You're like, oh, well, he talks to us out of this bush or out of this thing. And, you know, it's just, you know, he's been talking to us this whole time. And Geralt's like, okay, sweet. That's not right. So after a quick investigation... You find that he's basically just some gigantic fat demon monster uh, thing. I think it was a satyr. Okay. But he's living underneath. Yeah, he had like a invisible or of magical barrier thing up that you have to clear with that thing you got from Kira's cave. But I've never seen a satyr otherwise in the game. So I No, I, don't, I haven't either, but I think that's what it was. Just so based his, on looking at it. What did you do when you got down there and talked to him? Basically told him you're going to accept better you're going to accept these smaller offerings or I'm going to kill you and he did i did something a little different i see i killed him <laughs> he complains about it he grumbles and like if you walk past that area again you can hear him like grumbling through the oh, i can't believe i have to 
put up with this measly offer. <laughs> well, he d- doesn't. He gets zero offerings now because he's dead. I was like, what you're doing to these people isn't cool. You're going to cut it out. And he's like, yeah, no, I'm not. I'm like, okay, cool. You're dead. Because I think he was you, dead. Because I think you gave him an opportunity. To, I, 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 I can't remember if I just immediately was like, you're dead. Or if... I thought I want to say I gave it an opportunity to be nice. And then he was just a jerk. I was like, well, the people can literally do better than this. I don't want them to waste any more of their food on this stupid guy. Like, that's just not cool. So I took care of him and he had a lot of good stuff on him. I looted the heck out of all of his stuff. Oh, yeah. And everything. I took, I, I took all of the stuff out of his thing after telling him he was going to do better. <laughs> I loot everything. I take everything now. Yeah, for as much as the game tried to talk to convince us at the beginning that stealing was going to be a big deal, nobody ever really seems to care. Nobody cares at all. The only time anyone cares is if you steal out in the open of a city. Like, duh. But if you talk to someone in a quest, you're like, hey, Triss, what's up? I didn't actually steal from Triss, but when you talk to somebody. Oh, I totally stole from Triss. I can't I can't believe you. Well, <laughs> when you're looking for Dandelion and, and more on that later, but I took everything from his little store. That guy, the, the dwarf guy was going, hey, what's up? You know, he he really cares for this shop and everything. He really loves it. I'm like, cool. Steal, steal. Salt loot, 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 loot. Oh, yeah. I I cleaned out Dandelion's place. I've started stealing everything. The only time I don't steal is in front of guards. But if a guard, like, walks 10 feet in front of me, I'm like, loot. If no one sees it, it literally didn't happen. It's not like um, Skyrim or the other Elder Scrolls games where somehow they magically know it was stolen from halfway across the world. And it always gets listed as a boosted product in your inventory. Anything that you steal is always... This was stolen. How on earth would a merchant know that I stole a fork? Yeah. Are you kidding me? I got to go to a fence for my stolen fork? What, was there a police report on that specific fork? It's got a serial number on there, and someone can track this this fork back to me? City You've guards, got to be kidding me. City guards chasing you all the way across the Skyrim region because of one fork you stole. Maybe, like, I I can maybe see, you know, a, like, ruby tiara or something that is relatively rare that you wouldn't see a whole lot. Like, where'd you get this? I'm like, does it matter? Kind of like, does, actually. Who cares about my 75 forks that I want to <laughs> sell? I had the same problem in Red Dead Redemption. It had the exact same thing. When you stole anything in Red Dead, you had to go to the fence to sell it. And it's like, who in like the old of West America was keeping track of serial numbers on? I totally get if I steal a stagecoach. <laughs> yeah, you're going to need someone to like get that in line. But if I go into someone's house and I steal their silverware, I should not have to go to a fence to sell that. I could maybe see, like, you know, you go to the gun shop and he's like, no, bro, I literally don't deal in silverware. But there's a general store and you can't sell to them either. You have to go to the fence. And 90% of my goods are fence, but 
regardless. This is not an issue. I can steal as much as I want and just immediately sell it back, which is why I have like 15 grand now. For as much as big of a deal as you made money in the beginning, I have not once. Prices of stuff have actually gone down for me. They're like, please buy our merchandise. <laughs> for some reason, there's no gold in the economy. I don't understand it. <laughs> like, please buy our stuff. Like, Alcoholist used to cost 25 now I noticed for everybody, they're 23, which makes the whole Peller thing even more insane because he's like, <laughs> for next to nothing, you shall have it. Same price as literally everyone else. Peller, again, if I could kill you, I would. No, no, man. The Peller talked to every merchant and got them to lower prices for you. He did you a huge service. By 10%. If that's true, then the Peller's great, but there's no way that that actually happened. I also noticed that certain merchants and everything, their prices do change, but it's dependent on the merchant. Mm -hmm. If you go to a poor guy, he's going to buy your monster parts for like four because he can't afford it. If you go to a rich part of town and see the herbalist, he's going to give you like 13. 13 is the highest amount that I've seen for all my monster parts. And whenever I see that, I clean them out. There was a guy who had somehow five grand. I took all of it. I'm like, monster part, monster part, monster part, monster part, monster part. Thank you. I now have even more ridiculous amounts of money because I don't buy anything. The only time I buy something are alcoholists because of my r ridiculous inability to meditate if I'm going to spend one. Which is hilarious that you got your way to buy more. Even then. So I'll buy more and then, you know, be even more happy when I get them for free in, you know, the world. But then um, I don't buy anything else. The only other thing that I buy are Gwent cards because I'm obsessed with Gwent. Oh, yeah. I buy, If there's a Gwent card, I it's mine now. Yeah. Even if it's like, you already own this. I don't care. I, I want more. Dupe. I don't care. I need them. I need them all. I need every single Gwent card, which is why I started going around all the, the Gwent people, which is how I finally found the banker. I had no idea who the banker was until I was doing the Gwent quests. And then one of them was the banker. And he was like, yo, here's all your coins. You want to, you know, do all those coins? I'm like, yes. I don't know what you were doing, but I only got a thousand gold from that. You mentioned something about how you got like five grand. I got a lot of money from him. Must be nice. I got 1,096. That's it. You've also done way more side quests than me. So that's probably a big part of it, but. Yeah, probably is. So back to things that I, I guess actually matter. No, no, no. Because nothing matters more than Gwen. <laughs> but yeah, well, no. Gwent's not what we were talking about. We were talking about the economy, which is completely and utterly broken for me, except for the fact that I don't spend anything. I mean, that's probably part of why it's broken, because you have all the money. But there's nothing <laughs> to buy. Nothing that they sell is better than what I have. I nothing. almost always do just when I go to a merchant, I just look at their crafting screen and then I'm done. Yeah, that's it. Occasionally, if they have something that I can craft later, I'll buy that. But other than that, no, nothing. Oh, yeah. I'll buy plans if, they're, if they have that, yeah. So the first thing you do, we left off last time where we were kind of looking for Triss. And, and you had gone to her house and she wasn't there. Yeah, that was where we stopped. What you do find out is that you have to essentially find this beggar king guy. 
The king of the beggars. And which way did you go about that? Because I actually followed a thief. I did too. I actually tried to do a couple of the beggars and they kept not giving me anything. And I got tired of it and just followed a thief. Well, they did say that you're going to be hard pressed to get anything out of the beggars. Yeah, I tried two or three of them and gave them money and stuff, which I was okay with because you got experience for giving them money. I didn't give, I didn't know that, so I did not give any money. But, I mean, it wasn't a ton, but it was nice to get a little bit of experience. It's always nice to get experience in this game. Yes. So there, there are times when I want to murder, but there's an option for Axne, I think is, I think is the sign. Yeah, Axie. Yeah. And I'm like, ah, but that 40 EXP though. Yeah. Every single time that comes up, I always do it just for the 40 XP, even though half the time it doesn't even work, but I still got 40 XP. I don't care. <laughs> and then I get to kill you anyway and take your stuff. So it's actually a super win. Do you get to kill them all the time? Afterwards? Not always. Uh, usually if there's like a group of people, it doesn't work. I think Triss was a Triss or Kira. I think it's Triss later. There's a scenario where you can try to actually somebody and it doesn't work. And she'll call you out and be like, of course it didn't work. You got the one guy and everybody else immediately knew there was something wrong with him. Come on, Geralt. So you find eventually, because I actually found it, for me, it was more fun to kind of follow the the shady guys around, except I didn't get the note about following them specifically from the middle. So for like an hour, I just followed this random shady guy around and eventually was like, is is anything actually going to happen? <laughs> like, is it, what is going on? And then I went back and I looked at the quest and it said, from the middle. Oh, but I didn't see any in there. So I went back to the middle. I waited around for a while and then I eventually found one. Um, and then you go to the beggar king who just, I cannot, I can't remember if Triss was in there. Yeah, she is. Okay. So she was in there. Yes. When you meet him, she's there. Okay. Um, because because that's the, she's trying to get him to help her with her project. Yes. And so the the immediately after that, the first thing you do with Triss is uh, you go take care of the rats problem. Yeah, she has a contract to take care of some rats in a granary. Exactly. And don't get me wrong, folks. I get it. I 100% get it. You know, from a... Triss is much nicer than Yennefer. It's hard not to like her for that. She is significantly nicer than Yennefer. She is... It, 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 she's the opposite of Yennefer. She is... Th- Nothing but dare. <laughs> no soon. So there's no soon in her dare is what you're saying. Exactly. And it's like, I totally understand. I, I totally get it. Yeah. Even more so if you play the other games, we get even just coming into it in three. It's not hard to see why people like her better. I, yeah. Because I'm sitting there going, I don't know. My loyalty's wavering a little bit. I but then I go to Gwent and I bust out that Yennefer card and all is forgiven. Speaking of Gwent very quickly, one of the people in the quests to go get the unique cards that you have to do has the Triss card. And I thought that's the card I was going to get, but then it was some rando I'd never heard of from him. And I'm like, so how do I get Triss? I don't know. I still don't know how to get the other leader of the North or I still don't know Amber. how to get them. Oh, I've only ever bought them. Yeah, but I, I've went, I've bought in every single card I can come across, and I've, I just don't have them. I, I literally have no idea how to get the other leaders. I've never come across another leader. Huh. Well, one of them I know was in that in at the crossroads, or not the end of the crossroads, the in from the very first area, the one where you gave me crap for buying Gwent cards with my money. I, I did that, but I, I did go back 
um, when I when I redid the save file because I redid that save file because I wanted to see if there was a possibility of not murdering the bandits. I did that multiple times and, and did multiple scenarios. And the one that I eventually went with, I had bought all the Gwent cards. Oh, gotcha. Because I did. I wanted to see if it was possible to not kill those bandits just because I'm like, it's, it kind of seems like I should be able to not kill them. I mean, I don't want the, you know, shop lady to, to get killed, but I kind of feel like murdering somebody in the first town. Cause again, I was very new to the game and I, I was naive, you know, I just figured eh, murdering somebody in the first town is probably not going to be a good idea. So I, I went back and I tried to not murder them, but the only option was murder. And that's when I really learned my lesson is the, the only real answer is murder. It's the only way to be sure. Yeah, exactly. It's the only way to know that I'm never going to have to see them again. It is the Witcher equivalent of nuking them from orbit. So um, you end up going to... The quest is actually kind of interesting. You you basically are... It's one of those things that's not really supposed to mean anything because the whole point of the quest is to allow Geralt to talk to Triss. Yeah, and those but, quests are kind of cool because it, it lets you see them do something and it's not just Geralt doing everything. Well, and it just seems the mundane of, yeah, this is what I'm doing now. Like, I'm... Yeah. Using my magic to get rats out of a thing. Sucks, doesn't it? <laughs> Turns out that's a big double cross, and then you get to kill more people. <laughs> I mean, that's not even really a surprise in The Witcher at this point. Everything's get a double to, cross. Uh, and, and so then you're basically like, so I don't know what you did, but I made him pay her double. Yeah, me too. I'm like, yeah, well, you gonna pay her a lot of money for this, or... um, That's exactly what I did. I'm just gonna, you know... Either pay up or it's going to be time to... It's going to repeat this process. I'm just going to take your money anyway. Yeah. Like either way, Tris is getting that money. I don't know what to tell you. The only, the only question is whether or not you get to go home afterwards. <laughs> well, you'll get to go home in a body bag. I don't think they have those in that world. I know, but everyone here knows what I mean. <laughs> and I always mean murder. So pretty much immediately after that, Tris kind of tells you that... Whoa, super cool that Ciri's still apparent, like, back. Sucks that the Wild Hunt is happening. And she just, you know, on the same vein of Yennefer's, yeah, I'll do whatever it takes to help you find her. Yeah, and there was a little bit of a conversation that helped me soften up towards Tristigan a little bit. Because, I mean, we had some conversations, obviously, in previous episodes. But, I mean, you're not wrong that... Triss took advantage of Geralt and his lack of memory and all of that, and, you know, that's a real problem. There's a conversation, I think it's during that quest section, at some point in that chain, where Triss tries to talk to Geralt about people taking advantage of him. And there's a bit you can do where she'll talk about how, you know, he lets Yennefer walk all over him and stuff. And she basically, he's too soft and he needs to stand up for himself more when it comes to these sorts of things. Because people just keep taking advantage of him, and he goes... He makes some snarky comment. She's like, well, yeah, I mean, I did. Yeah. I don't know if it was there because I don't know if I've had that conversation with her or maybe I just missed the dialogue option. But yeah, regardless, the point is she openly admits that she was taking advantage of him. And it's interesting since the relationship apparently at some point was over between two and three, even for me when I had been in a relationship with her in two. So essentially, as soon as Yennefer comes back in the pit, because he starts getting his memory back. 
And from what I understand, basically the game essentially says as soon as he knows that Yennefer's out there, he immediately starts looking for her. And yes. I think that's when things just end with Triss. Yeah, but more or less. Yeah, because th- that's basically the ending of two is him deciding he's got to go find. Because the conversation yeah. I had with Triss was she goes, hey, so how's Yennefer? I'm like, well, I don't know yet. And then he starts to kind of talk and she goes, I got everything I needed from that. Yep. I'm like, sorry, I don't really know what to tell you, but like, I really don't know yet because turns out she's super not happy. And all she wanted to do was she saw me immediately told me about Siri and then just was like, we're going to find her and get him. And I'm gone. Yeah. And apparently Geralt has something against teleportation because he refuses to do it when Kara wants to teleport him. He refuses to do it when um, Yennefer wants to teleport him. And then I think there's another part later when Triss is going to teleport him and he's like, no. There, so there's a side quest you can do. Um, I don't know if you've done it yet. It's the mission King Radovid sends you on. I have not done that, no. Okay. Regardless, there's some teleportation involved in that, and Geralt has a big thing where he talks to himself about how he, much he hates teleportation because it always makes him feel like he's going to throw up. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, that 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 fits. So It's just a little throwaway thing, but like it, it kind of ties a little bit of why he doesn't like doing that. So then you go talk to Corin Tilly who is a dream person. That was an interesting quest. I would like to know how you ended it. I mean, I... So, I guess, before I answer that, just to give some context to everyone, that Corintilly is trying to determine if a particular house is haunted. She's been hired by some rich investment banker guy who bought the property and then immediately discovered that it appeared to be haunted and hired her to deal with it. You go inside and... Turns out she's basically been trapped in sleep in in the house for quite a while, basically the whole time she's been there, and it's another one of those godlings. And then after you talk to it, you get to figure out what you're going to do with this godling thing after it runs you around the house a couple times. And Which I totally see why people would definitely attack them, because if they have the power to like manipulate people's dreams and stuff, and there was also, we were also kind of theorizing that they might be able to use like their song, like that one dude, to potentially like calm people down and everything. Like change their emotions and stuff, yeah. I can totally see why people may not be super cool with godlings, especially if they're being mischievous like I think her name was Sarah was. Yeah, she, so to answer the question, I let her stay in the house and told the banker that it was unfixable and he was going to get rid of it. Because Sarah was actually behind the haunting. Yes. On top of also keeping Corin Tilly in a perpetual nightmare. Which she also seemed to be doing by to specifically to keep the haunting from being resolved. Or the, it was all part of she didn't want to have to leave the house. So I did the exact same thing because I'm like... I didn't really know what else to do, and I'm not going to kill a kid. Exactly. That's basically where I was at. I'm like, I feel like the alternative is going to turn into this kid's going to die. And this dude was already talking about how he's not going to lose the bank. So something really funny happened to me in the course of this quest. I looted everything. Of course, as you do. Became overcumbered and was like, oh, crap. Well, I need to go sell all this stuff. Walk outside in the middle of the quest, mind you. And the guy's standing there. And I'm like, oh, you know, he's standing there. I'm just going to go to a merchant. You walk past him, immediate dialogue. Yeah, he, he he stops you. Hey, what's going on? How's the quest going? And I'm like, oh, yeah, it's bad in there, man. I don't. I got to go get some supplies. I'll be yeah, back. Yeah, I don't really know what to tell you, dude. I'll be back. 
find a close by merchant who happens to be attacking, who's in the process of being attacked by bandits, where then I have to deal with that and then get more stuff. <laughs> and then I go sell all that. And then I walk right back and I'm like, oh, hey, man, I'm totally back. I'm definitely going to take care of this problem for you now. And I'm just like, just think about what happened here for a second. In this universe, Geralt of Riviera. And yes, I know. I did say Garrett. And I'm not proud you. of it. I told you. But I constantly mix up my voice. I mean, it's, this is nothing new. People are aware of this from Final Fantasy X-2. I know. I just... Garrett is a specific character from another video game, and it's part of why it stood out in my head. Oh. So I was specifically... Um, just... just you walk into a house, and this guy's like, yeah, I'm super rich, yada, yada, yada. This place is haunted. I need you to figure it out. Geralt just strolls on in, takes everything. And so... He's walking out with like a backpack of this dude's stuff. And there's like <laughs> silver candles hanging out of it. There's a bunch of swords and like all this other, like all of these clothes that were inside of there that Geralt's just like, okay, that he's got them slung over his back. And he's like, dude, his backpack's like bursting out because he's, he's overburdened. It's so bad in there, man. The haunting is real trouble. I just, I got to go get some supplies. I'll be right back. All this stuff. All, all haunted stuff in your house. I have to go destroy it. Yeah, I have to get. I have to destroy it all because it's all haunted. And then you like you walk around the corner and just murder a whole bunch of dudes because they're attacking some merchant. And you're like, by the way, while I'm here, let me just go ahead and like you'll take you'll burn all this stuff, right? Okay, sweet. So here's all this stuff that I offloaded. Um, yeah, don't worry about the giant pile of gold that I just got. That's just it's just bird seed. I needed to purchase some bird seed. Um, Look, this haunt is really complicated. Yeah, there's some birds in there. It's it's not good. So, so then Geralt goes back and takes care of it. And my Geralt did the exact same thing. Yeah, it's uncurable. Totally uncurable. There's nothing you can do. The haunting is there forever. And Corintilly, I told her exactly what happened. And she goes, thank you for releasing me from this nightmare. She runs out and the guy's like, she wouldn't even talk to me. I don't even know what's going on. She wouldn't even say anything. Can you tell me what's going on, Geralt? Yeah. Yeah, it's, man, it's, it's real bad. It's bad. She needed like I she may be permanently haunted. I would never talk to her again. either. <laughs> by the way, I think the ghost possessed her as she was leaving. Yeah. And honestly, you're not going to be able to sell this place. Just don't don't even do it. It's funny you say that. Really? I don't know if you looked, but after a little bit, if you go back to the uh, bulletin boards in town, there's another bulletin from somebody else. He sold the house to somebody else, and now that guy's complaining that it's haunted. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I, I, I'm going to have to check that out and see if I can go back there and then be like all over again. Just do a never-ending cycle of this quest of people buying this house, you stealing all their stuff, and then it, it's just it's a free stuff ring. <laughs> I don't think, if I remember correctly, there wasn't any more actual quest to it. It was just like an Easter egg note little thing. It's just like, he sold me this house and it's haunted. I don't understand. <laughs> don't do business with this guy. That is, that is outstanding. I'm going to have to read all those bulletin boards a little bit more. Closely. I always read all the bulletins because some of them are really funny. So I, uh, so then after that whole deal, there's a, there's, there's a bulletin about a Gwent tournament. Did you get that one? <laughs> no, I didn't. Well, there is one. Well, that's good news. And it requires you to have 
a, a Gwent deck of substantial caliber because they will check you at the door to enter the tournament to make sure your deck meets their standards. <laughs> Mine already meets the standards. I got the Yennefer card, dude. That actually, I think, do, does make it meet the standards. Because <laughs> you, you, you have to have you have to have neutral cards to get in the tournament. I got that Yennefer deck, and I'm pretty bro. sure Yennefer is one of the neutral cards. The Yennefer deck. I have another neutral card that's a 10. I have I have Dandelion's card. He's also a neutral. I can't remember what Dandelion... Is Dan, Dandelion's not a 10, is he? Oh, no. Dandelion's only a 2, but he gives, he gives the horn in the row he's in. I saw another card like that somewhere. But anyway, so then next up, now that we're talking about Dandelion, that is a perfect segue because now we're searching for him. Okay. So I feel like this is a good time to talk about Dandelion and Zoltan Chive, the dwarf guy. Okay. So they've been in all the games, and as I understand it, they were part of Geralt's like adventuring party in the books. I got the I, that impression, yes. But they, they yeah, they, they've been in all three games. Dandelion's actually the narrator of all three games. It makes sense as a bard; he's the one yeah, telling the Witcher exactly, stories. Yeah, he tells and the stories, but yeah, he he's the narrator of all three games. Even though he has a different voice actor, because I'm pretty sure this is supposed to be like future Dandelion when he's an old man. Well, yeah, because Geralt's very old at this point, isn't he? I don't think he is actually. I'm pretty sure his hair is just really early white. Geralt's over a hundred years old. He specifically mentions he's a hundred years old. Oh, I apparently missed that part. Yeah, at some point in the game, they mentioned Geralt being a hundred years old. Okay, I mean that doesn't surprise me because I know Witchers, you know, assuming nothing kills them in their line of work, which is pretty common because of all really their mutations time. and stuff, they end up living a very long. When life. they're immune to disease and stuff, so I mean, like things that would get normal people, which is really good because if you've walked around that town for more than five seconds, you are coughed on by like eight hundred people. Yeah, for real. Just listening to the people like in the streets makes me sick. I'm like, oh no, I need sanitizer immediately. So, yeah, so Zoltan and Dandelion and a couple others, which we'll get to a little bit because three is definitely the one that seems to be probably because it's such a big game, but it's got a lot of, I think, like fan service for the books and stuff because like Zoltan and, and Dandelion were in all three games, but like other parts of Geralt's entourage show up in this one like doo-doo which i will talk about him <laughs> later what i i think that was his name doo-doo. <laughs> the doo-doo. yeah d-u-d-u <laughs> doo-doo <laughs> Carol is traveling around with doo-doo yeah there's no way there's no way. <laughs> they, were, they were just like, okay, I'm lazy, doo-doo, dandelion, doo-doo, Balefor, and Geralt. Zoltan Chive. Which, Zoltan is one of the cards you started with. He's also a neutral that goes in every single deck, I've noticed. Zoltan Chive. They spent all their time coming up with Zoltan Chive, Geralt of Riviera, Yennefer of Vengerberg, and then they were like, okay, doo-doo, um, Danny Lion, oh, geez, I don't know, um, uh, doo-doo. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so, so yeah, um, Danny Lion has a knack for getting himself into a lot of trouble, as I'm sure you also gathered from all the conversations with Zoltan about him. Yeah. Pretty much every game you have to bail him out from something. Well, apparently he inherited a brothel? Yeah, from, from somebody, yeah, he got left it in his will. It definitely didn't look like a brothel when I showed up there, but maybe he legitimized it. It uh, actually one 
well, I don't get too far into it, but there's a whole side quest about making it into what he wants it to be later. Okay. As you can tell, Andrew's a little farther along in the game than I yes. am. Uh, but yeah, now he wants to do stuff to it, so it's, it's kind of fun. So to find him, you loot his building and look for... Well, I mean, of course. And, and look for clues on the many ladies that he's spent time with. And then you go and track all of them down to, to try to get more information on him. And pretty much nobody has any information on him at all. Except that he's been, they keep seeing him with somebody else. Exactly. His sister. They keep seeing him with his sister and that one girl is very jealous of her. But there was one cool part. And he spins a lot of stories to all these girls, as you would expect from a bard who basically telling them all how awesome they are. And he only has eyes for them while seeing several others. Well, mainly Priscilla, because once he found Priscilla. Yes, that that was it. All of a sudden, he was the one who was smitten with someone. Exactly. And so, but, but Priscilla aside, you, and it really runs the, the gamut too. Like he's got, um, like a maid servant to one person and some, a couple nobles, like he's all over the place. Well, the maid servant was the one that I was, she wasn't my favorite. The noble was my favorite, but the maid servant was fun because then you got to go on a race and, uh, I had a lot of fun with that. So you, you get there. And all these guards are like, what are you doing here, scum? Um, oh, before we get to that, I'd like to talk about one of the people you show up to is a lady of the night. And you walk into the brothel or maybe that was no, no, no. This was a Gwent story. We got to rewind <laughs> to a Gwent story because this really ticked me off. We g- I get there and I'm like, sweet. It's a shopkeep. I bet they have Gwent. I roll up in there. It's a brothel. Wasn't expecting that. Okay, talk to the shopkeep because 90% of shopkeeps in this game play Gwent. And I'm like, I want to play that Gwent. (laughs) That's all I'm about is that Gwent. Whenever I encounter a shopkeep, I save right beforehand. Not because I want to retry the Gwent, but because if I happen to lose and I can't beat it, I reload only because I want that, do you want to play Gwent, to still show up. So that way I know that I haven't beaten that person yet. Yeah. Because there's no other way for me to really keep track of whether I beat them yet. Because every single time you beat a person, they give you a card. But they only give you a card the very first time you beat them. I don't think you can just keep getting unlimited cards. No, I think, yeah, it's only one per person. And so I get there and the shop keeps like, hey, freak, do you even have any equipment down there? Um... Yeah, last time it checked, all my pipes are working just fine. Well, I never expected to see a freak like you come in to get your freak on. Like, okay, freak, I get what do you want? And I'm like, I want to play Gwent. <laughs> I got to get freaky with them Gwent cards, And baby. then immediately, like, nobody else I ever care, but I'm like, 10, I am taking your money. I destroyed her. And she was a monster deck, too, which, surprise, she was a monster. And uh, I absolutely killed her. And then I was like, sweet, bye. Never coming back here. I didn't want to come to your business anyway, because my business belongs to Yennefer. But- and maybe Triss. <laughs> <laughs> well, it'll belong to Triss in a parallel universe. Because, you know, again, I'm going to experience all the content as it's laid out before me. <laughs> so I... uh I was like, whatever, screw you, lady. I'm immediately leaving, and then I play Glenn. But 
I just, I was like, are you serious? Like, I understand that everyone has treated Geralt terribly in this entire game. It's really confusing how much everybody hates Witcher specifically, given the sheer number of monsters in this world that need Witchers to deal with them. Exactly. And they, everyone hates Witchers, and she's just immediately like, okay, freak, do you even have it anymore? Like, yeah, I do. And I'm about to use it to slay you in Gwent. So anyway, back to Dandelion. So <laughs> you show up to this noble woman's house and all these guards are like, hey, freak, which is why I thought about it. Like, we're not going to let you in here. And then she immediately comes out and she goes, oh, Geralt of Riviera, how are you doing? Like, what's happening, dude? And I'm like, I'm just sitting there thinking, screw you, screw you, screw <laughs> you, screw him and screw her. She's Because cool, there was a female guard somewhere. But like, she's cool. I like her. I'm like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Screw you. Screw you. Screw, screw, screw you. You're cool. Um, I still don't know about you yet. Captain guy. You seem cool, but like not. I yeah, that guy um, is actually the guy who asked you the questions. If you had done that, he's the guy in the castle who shows up and interviews you. Oh, OK. So like my Geralt already was pretty familiar with him when he showed up. So I. uh so I kind of talked with him and he goes, Hey, what's up, Geralt? Like we talked, cause I talked to him too in the, so maybe you have to talk to him regardless. I don't know. I just thought there was an option to not simulate save file. I know I talked to him about something, um, but I did talk to him and then he was like, why don't you join us? You know, for, for a nice race or whatever. We're going out to see Molly anyway. So I'm like, Oh sweet. Yeah. I'll ride with these people. I'm like specifically because all I'm thinking is, yeah, I, I'm important and you can shut up specifically because all I'm thinking is screw you guards. Oh yeah. And so soon you get there and I destroy him. Absolutely destroy him. Uh, Which horse did you pick? I don't remember at this point. I want to say the black one. I picked whichever one was nothing but stamina. They're like, Oh, these are known for their stamina. I'm like, sweet. I'm literally going to win. I destroyed them. They, there's also kind of a, I, not necessarily a bug, but no one seems to know how to go around your horse. Yeah, you just kind of plow through them. If you... You're talking about other racers? Yeah, they always come like, right up behind you. Yeah. And you're going slow? They'll get stuck behind you. I use that trick a lot when I need to catch up stamina in races. Yeah, they just get stuck. And then as soon as someone starts to go around you, I'm like, stamina. Yep. And then exactly I just rinse and repeat, I and I don't loop. I don't, I've never lost. Yeah, same here. That's Which exactly is, what I do. Kind of boring, but regardless, I wanted that dude's thing because it gives you the same amount of stamina as the one that you have, but it weighs, um, or no, it actually weighs seven pounds. The one that I had weighed nothing, but when you put it on the horse, it then weighs nothing, which is actually how I was able to save on space at one point. (laughs) Oh, it was when I was talking, it was when I murdered all those people after I stole all the stuff from the banker's place. I was like, oh, great. Well, now I'm overcumbered again. So then I need to immediately find something. And then I was like, oh, this saddle. Why does this one weightless? It. I'm like, okay, wear this one, horse. And then I immediately had free seven pounds. I'm like, okay, cool. Immediately go to merchant. I thought that was a little strange, but whatever. Well, I guess I because the, it doesn't count as weight because Geralt's not carrying it roaches when it's equipped on him. Yes, but for some reason, the one that I bought was weightless when Geralt was, because it was listed as 0.01. That doesn't matter. Anyway, 
You get there, you talk to her, she essentially knows nothing again. The only one that, I mean, surprise, the only girl that actually knows anything is the noble. Yeah. Because she's the one that points, that gives you a specific name of the girl. She gives you the name of Corina, which then Zoltan, or Zoltan. Zoltan, yeah, knows Zoltan who that is. Knows exactly who it is. She's another bard who's basically his equal. Or better if you hear Zoltan tell it, but that might just be Zoltan like ribbing Dandelion a little bit. Well, she's definitely better because she's also younger and everything. Um, because young people are always better than old people. I mean, that's just the way it is. I mean, especially in video games. Because, <laughs> like, I mean, if you've ever played any video games, you know that like once you hit twenty years old, you basically are retired. Yeah, but, you know, Geralt is 100, and he's doing just fine. So then you eventually figure out that you need to... It's at this point that you 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 track down Priscilla, and she essentially... Well, let's talk about that noble lady first real quick. She was cool because... Oh, uh, yeah, why am I moving past her? Yeah. Because that, I am definitely assuming that's somebody that Geralt gets with later. I think she's one of the side people that Geralt... One of the options, similar to Kara Metz. Anyway, she, uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not a no. Uh, she... <laughs> I did not get with her. That's all I know as far as that goes. I don't know if you can. Maybe you can from different dialogue options, but I did not. Anyway, so this lady is like an extreme tomboy who's all about sword fighting. And then it's not a euphemism. She's just straight up about sword fighting. And you wind up getting a whole side quest chain about taking her to sword fight. Yes. And yeah, she's the only one who knows anything about him because they had hired Dandelion to be her fencing instructor. And clearly that was a... And all he did was sing songs all day. And her sister, her younger sister, because they were twins, yeah. is like, ooh, you liked him. But yeah, I haven't done her follow-up quest yet. It sounds like you have, but I, I have not done that yet. Because again, I've been focused mainly on the story. Yeah, no, I've done a lot of the side quests. I've just been kind of cleaning things up lately. So then you find out that you need to talk to Priscilla. And when you first meet Priscilla is when that lady from the original bar shows up and immediately says, yo, he's a murderer. He sucks. You got to kill him. And Priscilla is just kind of like, okay, dude, come on. Like, let's go. Mm, <laughs> let's, let's get you. And then he's like, hey, what's going on? And she's like, Geralt, I know exactly who you are. I immediately recognize you from what Dandelion said. Like, sweet. Dandelion tells me that he's had to save you from all sorts of things. <laughs> yeah, I bet he did. <laughs> so it's then that you find out that for this other girl that she is super jealous of. So in order to help who obviously is Siri, I mean, I, I immediately from this conversation, I'm like, OK, yeah, he was helping Siri because I mean, who else would it be? She was seen with him anyway, which right. is why we were even in this area. And she's mega jealous of, I might add. She's super unhappy with the fact that she was hanging out with this Siri girl. And uh, she was essentially trying to, they were trying to steal gold from Reuven, one of the big four. Yeah, one of the uh, like gangsters that runs the city. <laughs> Not at all, you know, no big deal. I'm sure, I'm sure people do things like that all the time. So... You go there to go see Reuven, because the very first thing you do is go to, like, see this dude, and it's somebody Geralt knows. Yes, it is. From previous games. Specifically two. Dude is not happy to see Geralt. Yeah, so so in two, you meet this guy, 
and he is the spy master for the king that... So I guess King Radovid's dad, who's one of the people who gets assassinated in the game because of the whole Assassin of Kings thing. So you Geralt interacts with that guy a lot during the second game as the spy master for that king who's dead, and obviously now he needs a new career because the king died. Yeah. And apparently you, like, broke his ankle or something. Yeah. And it never him. heals right, and Geralt's super mad about it. Yeah, you or, mess well, him up he's pretty, super mad about you, it. You mess him up pretty good in the second game. So you get there, and it's... I can't remember what his name is. Dijkstra. Well, no, Dijkstra is that guy's name, but there's the witch hunter guy, whoever that is. Um, oh, yeah, I can't remember his name either. I have no idea what his name is. And then Cleaver. Right, Cleaver's the dwarf. Like this super angry dwarf who hates a guy named Horson. Every single time I've seen Horson, I just assumed that that was some negative. Me too. I thought they were just insulting him. I thought it was just some insult. No, this dude calls himself Horson. That's his Jr. actual name. Yeah, or and at least I'm the like, name he chooses to go by. Okay, I always thought that was just some negative connotation, but I guess not. And whenever yep. I saw Horson henchman, I'm like, this must just be some like douchebag. Okay, yep. like I guess if this guy wants to call himself that, whatever. But his people come in and attack you, and it's this whole thing. And the dwarf is super mad about it, and he's like, "We gotta kill this guy. We gotta get Horson before he gets us." And blah blah blah. It's like, okay, man, chill out. Like which, we'll f- we'll figure it out, dude. Which Horson is one of the four, and is clearly trying to overthrow the other three and be the only one for reasons, probably you know, crime, whatever. Well, yeah, I mean to be. To have all the crime, and so they're just part of the crime. So you find out that uh, th- basically that happens, and then your whole thing is, okay, well, f- I'll track down Horson and figure out what's going on. Well, because you're friendly with Dre- Dijkstra, and he knows that you're discreet, which I want to point out, his sarcasm is like gold level. He, oh, yeah, he is one of the few people who can keep up with Geralt on the sarcasm game. Listening to him and Geralt talk about sarcasm, and then at one point, Geralt is like, you know your never-ending sarcasm is really annoying. And he's like, really? Is that so? I missed you, Geralt. Really? Yeah, like a knife in me knickers. (laughs) Here's the thing. Some people may really like that, depending. I don't think he did. We don't know what Dijkstra's like. He runs a whole brothel thing. A bathhouse. Um... Did you not notice that, like, all of those girls' names were a courtesan? A bathhouse. (laughs) You're right. A bathhouse. That just happens to... The eunuch is the only people letting people in. Because his name is, I think, Harold the eunuch. Yeah. It it was, specifically. But then there's a troll underneath the the whole area, so whatever. Okay, so, can I just say... Because there's been a couple other trolls and some of the other side quests that I don't know if you've seen yet or not, but I really like the way they do trolls. I'm This is the only troll that I've seen. Just, like, big, dumb, like, friendly people, though. I mean, like, as opposed to just being, like, mindless monsters like so many other games. Like, I like that you can actually have a conversation with them and stuff. It, it was funny that this one you, you can talk to, and I found myself skipping, like, pretty much all the dialogue options because I'm like, this is taking forever. Yeah, they talk. He's just going to talk slow. about his rocks for 20 minutes. <laughs> and, and and Geralt's like, hey, so what do you do down here? And he's like, oh, I'm very busy all the time. I'm always thinking about stuff. And he, Geralt's like, okay, cool. What are you thinking about? Rocks. Uh, rocks. 
Okay, cool, man. Nice conversation. So big boom, um, obviously a bomb of some sort. Cool. I'll go talk to your boss. Loot everything down there in front of that guy oh, and absolutely. then go up and talk to Dijkstra. Because <laughs> I'm never going to refer to him as, as Reuven again because the game even doesn't. Yeah, as soon as you find out who it is, it's just immediately like, oh, it's Dijkstra. Okay, Dijkstra. Because Geralt even says, I'm not... I know what your real name is. I'm not going to worry about any of this bull crap, code name crap. And, uh, and Dijkstra's just like, yeah, okay. <laughs> so basically, the where I finally got was figuring out that there was a bomb, and it seems to be tied to some dude, which I'm obviously lying the whole time because I know that Dandelion is the one that stole from him. Yeah. The whole time I'm sitting there going, well, I'm not going to sell my friend down the river, but like... I guess I really do have to just figure out who did this bomb because that's the main quest. The main quest is figuring out this bomb thing. And I'm like, I kind of don't want to because I, I, I know who know. took your money and I'm not going to do anything about it. So you're SOL, dude. Sorry. Sorry about your luck. So I guess since you're farther ahead of me, unless you have anything else, I'll go into my expectations. No, I think that about covers it for this week. So I guess... I guess I would ask, other than the sarcasm, what do you think of Dijkstra so far? Because, like I said, this game seems to be bringing ahead a lot of people from a lot of the previous games and books and things like that. So, like, Zoltan, Dijkstra, like, all these people who are coming up, Triss, that have been around for a while, what are your impressions? And then we'll go into your expectations. Of all of them? I mean, just in general, like... I mean, what are your impressions? Well, I mean, like, that's part of it. So, like, most of them I, I have some fondness for, but then I partially wonder if that's just because I've seen them previously and interacted with them. And that's part of why I'm asking, because I'm curious as someone who doesn't have that attachment to them, how do you feel about them? They all seem pretty cool. Okay. I mean, <laughs> other than just random people that I've noticed, like that, that's the thing. I really, I basically have no attachment to anybody. I don't really see anyone at all. Um, Dijkstra seems really cool. It's, it's, Really cool to see someone that doesn't really care that they were a victim of Geralt. He's just kind of like, yeah, I don't trust you at all, Geralt. And, so... and Geralt says the same thing back. He doesn't trust him either. <laughs> like, no, I want nothing to do with you. And that, and the thing is, with Triss, like, I totally get it. If she was this nice to you in every game, being in a relationship with her or not, I 100% get it. Like, you know, I want people to be nice to me all the time. Treat others how you want to be treated. And yes, she's, she is that nice to you in all the games. And, and like, again, I totally get it. Triss seems very nice. I mean, I've even told you before that I was like, ooh, I don't know. <sighs> maybe I have to, maybe I'll have to start saying I love Triss at the end of all these episodes. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing. It's like, I, you know, Sundre is always best girl. There's, there's nothing I can do. Um, but no, it's, so far, it, like, it's, to me, it's really cool that, they not only establish that Geralt knows them, but because they understand that people may not have played the other games and may not be familiar with the books, they always give a brief recap of this is how I know them. Like, you know, the whole leg thing. And it's like, oh, yeah. So it's and it's that part is really cool because it's like it's really cool to see the interactions with them at that level. And it's interesting the way you describe that with, with Deekster, because you're right, because he basically just treats it as. Yeah, that was a really crappy thing that happened to me, but also I was a spy. That's literally like part of the job. Like this, this stuff happens. It's and at the but- same time, like 
you know how to get st- stuff done and you're discreet because that's exactly what he tells Cleaver. Yes. Because Cleaver's like, why are you letting him in there? And it's like, because he's a witcher and he's discreet. That is why he's allowed to come in here. So expectations wise, I don't really have a whole lot. I know that I'm going to track down Horson, mm-hmm. whoever that is. I'm going to probably track down Danny Lyon, but I don't know how involved that's going to be. Um, yeah, because my guess is that I am going to see my guess is between now and next week, I'm going to have another series playthrough. I, I would have to assume because it's. It's been a kind while. of been a while, yeah. and it really like I, I'm far into the second story. Yeah, n- yeah, it, or the second section story. I remember like exactly where you where you're at because I'm not that much farther ahead of you, and like I remember thinking that exact same thing. Like, man, it feels like it's been a while since I've done anything with Siri. And that's the thing is like I maybe wait until you track Dandelion down. I I don't know, but that seems like a while, especially considering there's all this side stuff to do with finding his money. Because if I have to go through this whole thing of finding this dude's money just to get Siri, like it's gonna be a while. So I I'm excited for that because I'm I'm hoping that I get to play as her really soon. Although every time we've played at her, played as her, I was kind of hoping that maybe we'd get more of her powers. I was kind of that hasn't happened yet. So my thought was going to be that like each section she was going to have like another ability or something. So I, so I'm thinking like in the one interacting with her this time, like the stuff that happens in chapter or section two, she'll have a new thing. I'm hoping I really want her to because don't get me wrong. Teleporting all over the place is cool, but I want to see them awesome powers. So um, I'm not really sure. Honestly, that's fair. Mostly because I've had so little time to actually like process the game. Yeah, no, I, I mean things happen and you get super busy, and you certainly were. <laughs> yeah, for those that don't know, I've been working on my my house and everything a part of that because I may be selling it, and that's been a nightmare because I live in a very old house. So yeah, it's not nearly as catchy as like the NPR this old house show. <laughs> no, no, definitely not. Especially when your wall is clearly falling away and the previous owner just hit it, but not getting into any of that. Things have been a little rough. Yeah. So, uh, so as far as that's concerned, I, I'm obviously things are going to continue to be super dark, but I'm excited to play a Siri again. And I'm, I'm really excited to see where this chapter goes because how I'm going to deal with the whole, I know it's Danny Lion, but like, I got to blame it on somebody else is interesting because it's like, I can't just tell you that it's dandelion because he's my bro and you definitely are going to like kill anyone that did it. Like super kill him. Yeah. So we're going to have to figure that out, but it is going to be interesting to see how Geralt handles that situation. So with that. Yeah. So I think that's going to do it for this episode of video games cover to cover. New episodes every Monday, wherever you get your podcasts. Like I said last time, if you're enjoying the content and, you know, you like what you hear, you know, just if you have a minute, take take some time, give us a, a, a rating on your podcast of choice and, and maybe just put a little ditty on, on what you've what you've liked so far and what you've thought. And, you, you know, know, if you can always make sure to, com- to comment about how much better the audio is in this episode than the last one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I'd, again, we, we we had some issues there. I really saw the irony in the fact that that was the very first episode that we were asking people, hey, if you could leave us a review, that would be fantastic. Oh. <laughs> but um. <laughs> you, can all, you can also find us um, on our Discord, which we have, that we have a, a pretty solid little group of people there. It's a lot of fun. Apparently one Tris lover. <laughs> so I, I'm sorry about that, but... <laughs> Even you admit it. <laughs> yeah, I, t- I totally get it. I just, you know, just not for me, you but know? I need a little, I need someone to rein me in. That's very clear. <laughs> I can't argue with that. <laughs> you can also reach us at videogamescovertocover at gmail.com if you'd like to contact us, send us emails, ask us questions that, you know, maybe we could talk about in an episode or something. You can also find us on Twitter at Video Games C2C, and that is the number two, where we post updates about new episodes, and we have a link to our Discord there, and other things like that, just as we're working on getting through everything. And remember, I love Yennefer. Yennefer.